Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio podcast with Seth and Jess. So every now and then we just have to stop and pause from all the serious stuff that's going on and just like look at some of the other trending topics, Uh especially the ones that make us go, uh, what were you thinking? Exactly. What are you doing? It can be entertaining and take your mind off all the serious for a little bit. Okay, but some of the stuff really is serious, and I kind of feel bad. It's kind of like we're making fun of these people, but really, that's not my heart. No. But I do feel like it is our duty to talk about these situations. Sometimes you see things <laughs> that have gone wrong so that you know not to do it, too. Is this is that's that, what we're going with? That is, is the that rationalization I'm running with for today. Okay, well, let's run with this first story here. Okay. Um, a Florida couple, they invited their whole wedding party, all the guests to a dream home they thought was vacant, air quotes, they thought was Uh vacant for their wedding. I mean, y'all, this Florida couple, they hope to have their dream wedding on the grounds of this magnificent multi-million dollar mansion. I mean, it had tennis courts. It had beautiful gazebos. It had a pool. With a fountain. It had a waterfall. Y'all, if I was going to have a wedding, I would want my wedding there. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Perfect. Well, see, the problem is, um, oh, well, let me back up a second. They sent out all of their invitations. Uh-huh. Um, they had the florist already lined up to deliver of course. the flowers. What's a wedding without flowers? The caterer. You got to have food. Uh, everything was ready. Decorators. Everybody was in place Cake. and ready to go. That's right. Showed up at this mansion the morning of the wedding. Right. Uh, One the, little problem. The owner of the mansion was yeah. like, uh, what are y'all doing here? Nobody, you can't be here. What you mean it's a wedding here today? Yeah, surprise. Um, <laughs> we only have a few thousand people that would like to stop by and take over your entire house Wasn't and the it yard. like, okay, I think it was like 3,000 3, people, people were on good. their guest list. Y'all, yeah. the problem is, so this couple actually toured this mansion because this mansion is actually for sale. Yeah, I believe it's the heir to the IHOP fortune. Yes. Is uh, the individual that owns home. And it is gorgeous. It is beautiful. I mean, I didn't know you could have such a nice house made from pancakes. But seriously, it's <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> well, people buy a lot of pancakes. Um, 16,300 square foot mansion. Yeah. Um, on the market right now for $5.6 million. Is that all? 15 bathrooms, a home theater, 800 square foot bar. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is the thing. When everybody started showing up yeah. to this crib, uh, the owner's dude, like, no. dude was like, why y'all here? Like, And he called 911 yeah. because so many, like, it's just him by himself. Yeah. And all of these people kept coming at him. And so he called 911. And he's like, all of these people, like, they won't leave. Right. And they say they're here for this wedding. And I did not grant permission no. for this. And the couple rolls up and he's like, I remember y'all. Y'all came here for a tour. Yeah, they posed. And y'all asked me. Yeah. And I said, no. They posed as international <laughs> buyers to get a Man. tour of the house. And then when the tour was over, they're like, oh, this is a lovely place. By the way, we're going to get married. You think we could just have your backyard for a while? And they're like, no. Nah, but it's all good. You want to buy it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll let you buy the place. You can do anything you want with it. Then I have to say I admire the individual that called 911. 
Yeah. He really handled it quite well. Yeah, he was calm. Very calm. Very, it's like, hey, these people, they won't leave. They keep calling my house. They keep, can you please come and let them know they have to leave? Okay. (laughs) And so, first of all, the very first thing is, I got to hand it to that guy. He handled it, I believe, a lot better than some people would. That could have been a very dangerous situation, but he kept his head. Good for him. Now, um, <laughs> the couple, the couple that decided that this was a good idea, the audacity, y'all. I mean, that is huge. The audacity, like, okay, I'm looking for their names. I know it's in here. I guess that's his not name important. is Courtney something, and I can't remember the last name. I don't remember her, but his name was Courtney. And when asked, why did you do this? He said at the beginning, and this, I'm just going to say it, he said that God told them that that's where they were supposed to have their wedding. What? Now, I know, <laughs> listen, I'm not, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say, God did not tell you that, because I wasn't there during the conversation. But I do know that Man. anytime God has, has laid something kind of funky on my heart, there's usually been confirmation of that from somebody else. And that's how you're like, oh, yeah, that's a God thing. Yeah, everybody's. I would think if God told Courtney and his fiance that they were supposed to have the wedding there, maybe he would have thrown a bone to the owner of the house and say, by the way, this is where you're supposed to have maybe a wedding. Maybe we throw that around too much. God told me, God told me. And I'm not saying, like, who am I to say? I, like, I, 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 who am I to say what God has told you? All I know is when I really wanted a pair of shoes and I have debated about adding to cart, Uh I will like listen really closely. You know what? I believe God told me to click add to cart. Jess, buy the shoes. (laughs) I'm not sure that's God. Me neither. I think that's Jess. I'm going to admit that is not God right there. So who am I to say God did not (laughs) tell them? But this is the thing. They got to know, like... We have like this thing called discernment and right. we know right from wrong. Right. And I wholeheartedly believe it was wrong oh, yeah. for them to send out announcements. Y'all, they actually planned a whole weekend. It's not Oh, there was a, a brunch scheduled plan- for the yeah, next day. It's not that they were just going to have their wedding here. They planned oh, on having, yeah, it was a whole weekend event. They were going to have their wedding on Saturday right. and have pictures for everybody. Like they have like all of these, they had all these so, pro- photographers. And then on Sunday for the entire wedding party, they had arranged for people to actually sleep there. People were people were going to stay overnight in How? this man's mansion and then get up the next morning for a Sunday brunch. It sounds lovely. It sounds it wonderful, sounds but you did not have permission to do that. So the, if the dude, audacity. If the dude wasn't home. When all this got started, how did they expect to get in? How did they expect to? This is my thing. And, and then, you paid, like, is something off? Like, are you, like, seriously, and I'm not making fun, but I'm just wondering. These are the questions we legit have digging is, into this story. Seriously, I wonder, like, is something really wrong with you? Is something off? Because they spent thousands of dollars. Like, they spent mad money on this. Yeah. You think about the the dress the tux, the caterers, right. the florist, yes. 
the inv- invitations, like the, the invitations fr- everything alone were a lot. they spent, like they spent thousands of dollars on a place that wasn't even confirmed to be theirs. Right. Like the uh, audacity, or some could argue they could have firmly believed God is going to make a way. Yes. They could have fully. Now, I'm not. You and know what? They could have said, you know what? If this is meant to be, God will make a way. Sadly, it wasn't meant to be. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I think I, I have. I love the idea of saying, you know what? I really feel that God is leading me to do this thing, whatever it might be. And it's outside my comfort zone. But God's God's guided me. Then what I have experienced in my own life, I can't speak for anybody else. But when that happens, doors are opened blocks are removed. You know, the roadblocks are moved out of the way. And usually Mm -hmm. it happens right at the last minute. But when you go to the person and say, hey, man, can we use your house for the wedding? And the answer is no. And the door is slammed shut. That's when you go, maybe, Maybe. just maybe, I misheard. Yeah. I got to go in a different direction. That's the part that gets me is the fact that they asked beforehand and they were already given a no. That just, I, I... Mm-mm. So no, I just yeah. Let's no. move on. All right, there's to the gonna next, be. because this is like giving me like anxiety. It is. It's giving me bad anxiety because it's like I'm to the point like I just want to look at them and be like, honey, sugar, why, baby? And the last thing when it was all done and everything was shut down, everybody had gone home. They asked the press, asked the guy, why did you do this? And his response was, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what? Okay. No, you need to tell us something. <laughs> we need some answers. Please. So I don't know if you just need to get yourself together and you need a couple weeks, but you need to mm. come back and give a press conference. You know what he needs to do? <laughs> the couple needs to call us and we'll talk him through it. You know what? Right. Bypass Bob or Walters. You need yeah. to talk to Seth and Jess. Exactly. <laughs> Does Barbara even do anything anymore? I mean, she probably would because this is so outrageous. She would come. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Just yeah. let her rest. She'd Give put some shoes on and say, okay, I'll do this interview. Let me handle this real All right. quick. But you know what? We got you. What else you got? Okay. So a man returned 10 grand. <laughs> yep. Um, he left. This other guy left the cash on his bumper. Yep. And you heard me right. 10 grand. $10,000. He was able to withdraw $10,000 out of the ATM. I didn't even know you could withdraw that no, much I think cash. He, I think he went into the bank. Oh, to he get, did? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I read that wrong. Yeah. So anyway, Michael King, that's a dude's name. He had just taken out the money. It says from the bank. Well, from right. the bank to cover a business debt he owed. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, he was so distracted, he accidentally left his wallet on his vehicle Mm -hmm. before cranking up the engine and heading home. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, here comes Steve Harrison, who was heading in the opposite direction. He noticed something floating in the breeze. Yeah. Uh, Quickly realizing it was the cash, he Mm -hmm. pulled over, snatched it up, and he found King's wallet. Now, this is the thing, and I love this dude's realness. He took the cash home, and he pondered over this thing. Of course you do. Not, it's no, 10 grand, Wait man. a minute. He didn't take it home. He pulled into a Costco parking lot. Uh-huh. He sat in that Costco parking lot and counted all the money. Yep. $100 bills. Yep. Uh, it totaled $10,003. $10, and he said <laughs> it was- Yeah, okay. that $3. Yeah, that's the kicker. He said it was so tempting to keep it. He of sat there, and he thought about that thing- but he returned it. Yeah. And um, eventually the the right decision is what he decided to do. And good for him. Yeah. So um, the other dude, Michael King, who 
had originally taken the $10,000 out, he said, oh, my word, God bless you. Thank you so much. He said, look, I cannot give you any of this $10,000 as a reward. Mm -hmm. I cannot. Like, I have to pay this debt. Mm -hmm. But what I can give you is some of this homemade applesauce. Mm. It is like the best applesauce ever. My family makes it. Okay. And (laughs) I like applesauce. It's got cinnamon in it because I like cinnamon. And maybe it's chunky too. That's good stuff. I cannot. It's worth 10 grand. And so, you know, dude, accepted the applesauce and kept it moving. So now, this is a good news story, right? It, That's kind yeah. of like, you're dealing with a couple things here. Like, uh-huh. should I keep it? Should I not? Oh, right? I'm going to do the right thing. Exactly. And then for the other guy, he probably was like sweating. Like, I probably would have had bubble guts and everything. I would have been in the bathroom straight up wondering, like, I could have lost $10,000. Hang on one second. I've never heard the term bubble guts. I'll tell you about it later. It happens when you get really nervous. Okay. <laughs> We'll talk about it later. This Next the podcast, <laughs> Bubble Guts and its meaning. Somebody okay. with a nervous situation. Sure, I got you. I, I, okay. okay. I've never heard that term. All right. Let's move on because so, now I'm getting embarrassed. Now, okay. <laughs> here's, there's a, there are three things that popped out to me on okay. this story. Here we go. <clears throat> now, first of all, I am a former business owner. Yeah. And I have encountered many business expenses. Mm-hmm. Never... Have I ever had a business expense that had to be paid with $10,000 in cash? Okay, so you're taking the focus off I'm, of the whole good news I'm just, I'm just saying there's a couple <laughs> things about this that Maybe he was up. behind. Maybe it mm-hmm. was like, you know what? You need to pay this $10,000 today right? or you're going to get kicked out of your building. You're right? going to lose this loan. Uh-huh. Like it maybe I've, it was... I've done collections. A situation like that. I've done collections. I've done car collections and mortgage collections and all other kinds of collections. And never have I required a client to pay in cash. What are you trying to say? I'm just saying that there are circumstances where a business debt, and I use air quotes for business debt, (laughs) must be paid in cash because the individual wants cash. Okay, Okay. that's all I say. Now, the reason I'm skeptical is because he says he was so distraught and and absent-minded that after taking out $10,000 in cash, which, by the way, you have to file a form at the bank to file with the government when you do that much— he now well, see, you know, I would is, know that because I ain't never had ten thousand dollars in cash to take out of my account. <laughs> so he's so distracted that he leaves ten thousand dollars in cash in his wallet on his bumper. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm just now. Listen, I'm not this accusing. Could be serious. I'm just digging into the story. I'm trying to think things through. See, now I feel like maybe we shouldn't even be talking about this. <laughs> and this, and last but not okay, so. Cash for a business debt. Uh-huh. So nervous about the circumstance, he leaves it on his bumper and drives away. And third, when it's returned, his reaction is, I can't give you any of this cash as a reward. I must pay back the entirety of the debt. Well, what about that $3? Ca- well, you know, <laughs> maybe he was going to go through and get some nuggies on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> to settle his bubble guts. <laughs> so these are the three things about this story that <sighs> my, and I'm not going to go into detail, but my past family experiences tell me that this is suspicious. 
And that's all I'm saying. Ten grand in cash. You so nervous you forgot about it, and it is so important. You can't slip the guy a saw buck to say thank you. Well, you got to pay an applesauce. All I'm saying is, I'm curious. Well, if your theory or whatever you're trying Mm -hmm. to say, but not saying Mm -hmm. is correct, it was definitely in Steve's best interest. To return oh, yeah. that money, I can only hope Steve didn't skim a little off the top, but I'm I don't pr- think he did. No, I'm I don't pretty think sure. He did. Thank you, Steve. I think Thank you, you did Steve. The, the right thing on many, many levels. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Well, good for everybody there. Good for everybody. All right. Okay. One last one. I'll give you this. Okay. It. I'm not saying it's right, but I understand occasionally you don't feel like going to work, right? And maybe you call Slacker. in sick. Exactly. Maybe it's like, nah, I just, I'm not, I'm not feeling well, it today. Well, everybody deserves a mental health day. Exactly. And yeah. you decide I'm going to, I'm going to call in today. Yeah. And maybe things are really kind of going. So you call in for a couple days. I want to tell you about a gentleman in Italy who didn't bother to call in. Mm-hmm. He just didn't go for 15 years So and still got paid. Every pay period. Okay, where did where was that at? He, and what kind? Because uh, he was a night watchman at a hospital. So he didn't have anybody really nope. keeping tabs on him. Nope. But his job was to monitor the fire alarms and the security cameras to make sure everything was cool overnight. And for fifteen years, he never showed up for work. How in the never. world did he get away with that? And okay, first, okay, two questions. Yep. How did he get away with it for 15 years? Right. And two, how did he just now get caught? For, so for 15 years, nobody was really checking in on him. They were just like, oh, you you, you showed up for work? I trust uh, you. Yeah, I see. I'm a work. And he actually was just <laughs> chilling at home. And finally, the government started getting a lot of reports of uh, this kind of activity. Apparently, this he's not the only one that was pulling this. And so the government started looking into claims of, hmm, and they caught him. And he, so now he's, uh, he's looking at having to possibly pay back around $675,000 in pay that he didn't earn. Imagine... <laughs> Not going to work for 15 years right. and getting paid for it. Then right. getting caught. So now you have to go get a job to pay back <laughs> right. the money. <laughs> yeah. For. It's like, man. Dude, what, what were, were you, you thinking? thinking? Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. Today's podcast is made possible by the number one Amazon bestseller, Leadership Endurance by Brian Sanders. Inspiring and powerful leadership principles from the greatest leaders of all time, including Lincoln, Grant, Churchill, and FDR. Available now at briansandersauthor.com. Proceeds benefit your encouraging Spirit FM and the positive alternative radio family of stations.